This is episode 213 of the Amy Ayler Show, especially for ambitious, soulful women that are ready to stop self-bullying, to stop being so hard on themselves, and really embrace the voice of their inner wisdom. Show notes for today's episode can be found at amyaylorshow.com forward slash 213. That's amyaylorshow.com forward slash 213. Okay, so I have a question for you. What comes to mind when you think about your dream project? I mean, of course, we all have projects that we want to get done, like remodeling our kitchen or getting in better health or even a project that maybe you've been putting off for work. But I'm here to talk about another kind of project. You might call it your soul project or your heart project. I like to call it, along with my dear friend, the amazing Sark, Susan Ariel Rainbow Kennedy, we like to call it your dream project, a project deeply connected to your values, your passions, and what matters most to you. If you could put your focus, energy, and momentum towards this project to really give life to it, it would be a dream come true for you and have a ripple effect on everyone you love. What if you can activate your dream project right now? Well, that's exactly what today's Amy Ayler show is about. I invited my, honestly, one of my best friends on the entire planet, Sark, Susan Ariel Rainbow Kennedy. You might know her for her incredible books like Succulent Wild Woman and one of her most recent books, Succulent Wild Love, or even her incredible How to Be an Artist poster. She is a best-selling author, artist, speaker, and teacher who's written 17 best-selling books and has had millions of copies of her books and her incredible posters all over the world. If you don't know Sark, you're about to fall in love with her. I'm here to tell you because she is amazing. You're going to love it when she tells the tale about the How to Be an Artist poster and how that was once a dream project for her. And it wasn't a straight path, right? No dream project ever is just like, here's the dream and boom, it's done. Oh no, we all have a crooked path to success, don't we? So today on this show, you're going to connect and activate your creative dream project. Maybe it's a book, a creative business, a product line, a retreat, a dream offering, a new revenue stream, a wellness center. What's your dream project? We're going to activate it on today's Amy Ayler show. And we're also going to claim that dream project with a powerful ritual and give it energy, life, force, and momentum starting right now. And then we're going to have you commit to the next bold baby step to activate and accelerate your dream project. So this is what today's show is all about. Now, today's show is a little longer than most of my other shows. Today's show was taken from a Facebook Live and webinar, Zoom webinar event that Sark and I did just a couple days ago, and I wanted to deliver it to all of my podcast listeners as well. So this is my treat to you. And I also wanted to let you know great news, Sark and I created an amazing luxury destination retreat in Magical Mally, and we have a few spots left. So we just opened a final application window, and it's only open until Thursday, July 12th, so just for a couple days here. So if you're interested in activating your dream project with us in Magical Maui and being in a creative cocoon with us, head on over to MagicalMauiRetreat.com and put in your application. That's MagicalMauiRetreat.com. And now, without further ado, on to today's show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and Welcome, welcome, welcome 
to the incredible dream project activator call. Woohoo! Yes. So we are here um, using Zoom technology. We're also Facebook living this. So for as people scroll, they can get a little bit of the love going on. And my name is Amy Ehlers. If we haven't met yet, I'm known as the Wake Up Call Coach, and I'm joined here by my truly one of my best friends on the entire planet. I'm grateful for her every single day of my life. The amazing Susan Ariel Rainbow Kennedy, also known as Sark. Thank you, Amy. I'm here with one of the best, my best friends of the whole planet. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited everyone's here. I'm like wildly excited. And thank you for that song. You're welcome. Yes. Well, you know, when we're talking about dreams, when we're talking about visioning, we've got to, you know, amp up our energy a little bit. And as we do that, we want to make sure that you have a journal or some paper of some kind handy because we're going to actually ask you to scribe, right? Like good old fashioned with a pen and paper, right? Grab your Sharpie in my case, get your journal out. This is going to be a completely interactive experience. Sark's got her favorite pen, which is perfect. And for those of you that are joining us live here on Zoom and also on Facebook, you can leave comments. We're going to be calling out to you here in the, in the Zoom world on chat allowing you to interact with us as well. So we're just loving seeing all these beautiful souls. We've got Crystal and Dana and Claudia. We've got Heidi and Judith. You're really joining a community of thousands of women from around the world that are ready to activate their dream project. So Sark, I thought we could get started by actually saying what we mean by dream project. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's important, you know, yes. like... You know, we all have projects that we think of, you know, like <laughs> transform our health, you know, f finish a work project, you know, and we want to talk about dream project, the one that's in your soul and heart, mm. the one that never goes away, the one that, you know, you wake up and think about it and maybe you, you cry or you write in your journal. I wish I could. Yeah. I, I wish I could. I, I would love to. Um, you know, and that, that's been my life's work really mm. is helping people find their dream projects and, and help making them come to come alive and making them real. Right. Right. Well, it's like that expression. I've always loved that expression. Don't let your song go unsung. And I feel like our dream projects and we don't just get one. That's the other thing I want to say. We, Sark and I today are going to talk about many different dream projects. We're going to talk with you about different dream projects. And there's different dream projects that you and I have both had, Sark, that have come to fruition, that we've breathed life into them. They've come into life and sometimes even taken on a life of their own, which is really cool when that happens. And there's, a, you know, there's, it's just so important for you to know that you don't just get one. And we know that right here in this moment, there is a dream project that is calling to you that is calling you by name, that it might be gnawing at your soul, what have you. And I also wanted to mention, I know Sark and I were talking about this before we went live here with all of you, that we know that the world is really messy right now. There's so much chaos going on. There's so much darkness going on. There's, it's intense. And so as we gather here in this creative community, because that's really what we're doing. This is a virtual gathering place for all of you to come and have a place to dream and we trust that as you dream, that your dream projects will have a ripple effect to make the world a better place. 
So I, I feel like there's almost a certain amount of audacity that it takes to say, I'm going to work, do everything I can to make a difference in the world and to work on my dream projects because yes. so often we can get overwhelmed. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. And it's the biggest and best thing you can do for the world. Mm. You know, so many people write and write to me and talk about, you know, what can I do? Mm. And I'm always answering, do your dream, do your dream, live your dream, make your dream real, because then it can travel without you. It can get much bigger than you and it can go out in the world and, and affect so incredibly affect the world and change the world really. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I want to introduce my dear friend Sark in case you haven't had the privilege of knowing her the way that I have first through her incredible work in the world through her, is it 17 books now, Sark? (laughs) (laughs) It's so ridiculous. I mean, oh my goodness. 17 best-selling books in the world. You know, one of her most recent Succulent Wild Love, Succulent Wild Woman was one of the first books that I had um, and that I was introduced to Sark. She is also the creator of amazing posters like How to Be an Artist, which we're going to talk about that particular poster and a little bit of the story about that today. She's also the creator of an incredible membership community called Succulent Wild World. She has been on stages around the world inspiring people. She's a laser beam of love. And I am so thrilled to know her, to call her my friend, and to get to co-lead with her. It is truly an honor and a treasure. And here's the thing that I want you to know about Sark that you might not know about her. She writes in these beautiful rainbow colors. And so you might think if you only looked on the surface, that she was this cheerful woman who just went through life with magic all the time. And here's what I want to say about that. That's true. And there is also a side of her, she says, that gets crabby and grumpy and does not at all live that way, right? Just like all of us. And I've never met anybody in my life who is more committed to happiness than this woman right here. Her commitment to happiness is just totally awesome and completely inspiring to me. And she comes from that, not from a place of having everything been perfect in her life, which those of you that know her and her work, that isn't the way that it went down, but instead as an absolute commitment to creating more magic in the world for allowing her creative dreams to become real and to really making the world a better place. So this, my darling ones, is the amazing Sark. Oh, Amy, that was so beautiful. I want to make sure we're, we're ching, um, addressing a sound issue. Some oh. people are having a, a little sound issue. Oh, so um, let's see here. Um, your uh, microphone is going in and out a little, Amy. Mine is it's, really. Yeah. Just having a little. Right here. Yeah. Okay. It was having a little in and out activity. Like little kind in of, and out activity. And, and not okay, like people are saying, I can hear. Is that better? Can hear you both fine, Linda says. Better now. I logged off and logged back on and can hear now. Okay, great. Let us know. Um, again, if that keeps happening, Sarah or Lucy, if you can let us know. Okay, Rainbow says I could hear just fine. So if you're having any volume issues, hopefully now with my microphone even closer to me, that in and out won't happen. Thank you so much. Beautiful. All right, Sark, I'll hand it over to you, darling. Oh, well, I mean, Amy, Amy, Amy Ehlers. The Wake Up Call Coach, what is it now, 18 years as a coach? Yeah. I started when I was three, clearly. 
Two, two best-selling books, incredible books. Will you say their titles, Amy? Yes. The, my first book is Big Fat Lies Women Tell Themselves, and my second book is Reform Your Inner Mean Girl. These are profound, powerful, amazing books. And I'm so... I'm uh, The body of work that Amy's contributed through her books, through her teaching, through her coaching is phenomenal. I mean, you know, Amy, to be... I also want to say Amy's a, a genius, a business genius activator. <laughs> I mean, I know you always get embarrassed, but it's true. Yeah. You know, talk about laser beam. I mean, she'll look in and say, here's what I see. But she access what, you know, I call inner wise self and she calls inner wisdom. Um, she talks about inner mean girls. I talk about inner critics. There's so many wonderful ways that we, we overlap in our work. And I also want to say that Amy is the most marvelous mom to two beautiful girls and marvelous wife. She's a, she's the, you know, they always say that description, but Amy's the real deal. So um, I'm just blessed beyond measure. I mean, those of you that know that my beloved fiance, John, um, died two and a half years ago and Amy was my maid of honor. And maid is spelled M-A-D-E um, <laughs> because, and then she walked us through that whole journey and was there with me when John died. And um, that's just one example of Amy. Um, but, and, and then my business, she's mentored me in my business life. We mentor each other. Um, I just could rave on and on. We could take the whole rest of the time to talk about Amy. And, um, but let's and, not. And I love, yeah. <laughs> We could just sit here, by the way, everyone. Sark and I could just sit here and giggle for the next hour. Just sit here just laughing because (laughs) we're together. It it really is like we have pajama parties. Oh, my goodness. Well, and and I want to say we have pajama parties and we get incredible stuff done. You know, I just want to add that because sometimes it really can be perceived like, oh, you're having too much fun. You're probably not getting the real stuff done. Right. And it's like, no, you know, we're having fun and getting the real stuff done. That's right. That's right. Well, and there's no better way to get stuff done than to play your way into power, play your way into creating the impact you want to have in the world and play our way into, you know, changing the things that so desperately need to be changed, especially here, in my opinion, in the United States of America. So with that, thank you so much, Sark, for that. And of course, I was a little red there, but I got through it. So thank you for bragging on me a little bit there. And what I'd love to do now is I want to invite all of you and just seeing the the hundreds of you that are here with us live and on Zoom and on Facebook and those of you listening to this podcast later, I'm going to repurpose this as a podcast. So we have people just gathering this huge virtual gathering, this huge, incredible, like coming together of creative souls from around the world that are ready to play their way to creating their dream projects. So we are going to go into a little activation visualization right now. Before we close our eyes and go there, I want you to know that if visualizations never work for you, you are welcome here too. And I want you to just make it up. That's what I say. Just make it up. So it's like if you close your eyes and you don't see anything, you don't hear anything, you don't feel anything, just make it up. Because here's the thing that I want you to know. Your imagination is where you're pulling from when you make it up, which is exactly the same thing as visualizing things and seeing things. So just depending on the type of sensory learner you are, some of you see things, some of you hear things, some of you feel things, there's all these different ways. 
But for this visualization, I just want you to make it up if you're not getting anything. And I want you to have your paper and your pen and your journal, whatever writing device you have, your crayon, whatever it is, paints right next to you so that you can make some notes. So with that, I'm going to invite you to close your eyes as long as it's safe to do so. You're not flying a helicopter or something right now. Go ahead and <laughs> close your eyes and just go ahead and roll your shoulders for a moment and roll your head and your neck if that feels good to you. Just reminding yourself like, oh, I have a body. Wow. <laughs> not just a head, but I have a body. And just welcome in a few deep breaths. Beautiful. And just allowing your breathing to slow down, allowing yourself to go into that space of stillness, allowing this moment to mean something, allowing this visualization, this ritual even, to mean something for you and your dreams, allowing yourself to say yes to that invitation if it feels good to do so. And I want you to imagine in your mind's eye that you have a whiteboard in front of you that has various projects. Maybe it has a book that you've been wanting to write. Maybe it has a wellness center that you've been wanting to start. Maybe it has an entrepreneurial business that you want to launch. Maybe it's a dream offering in your already existing business. Maybe it's something that has to do with creating more financial abundance and prosperity in your life. Whatever it is, just imagine your inner wisdom, your inner wise self, placing each and every one of those on the whiteboard. And maybe your inner wisdom wants to write them in words, maybe there's a symbol for each of the projects, maybe there's a little picture or image. Whatever came on to your whiteboard is perfect. And I want you to imagine now that your inner wisdom takes out a beautiful eraser and it's going to erase the projects that it wants you to release for the time being, not forever just for the time being, and allow that one dream project to come forth right here and right now. It might be that that dream project just leaps off that whiteboard. It might be that you already know what that thing is and you're just erasing distractions around it. It might be that you just intuitively know, oh, that's the one, that's the one, that's the one, that is the one, allow yourself to choose in this moment. What is that dream project? And just imagining your inner wisdom, making some magic around that dream project. Maybe it puts some glitter or some sparkles. Maybe it takes a neon pen and writes a big heart around it. Whatever works for you, allow that dream project to be seen and to be known. And in this moment, it's like you are saying yes, yes, yes to that dream project. Yes, I will give it energy. Yes, I will give it space. Yes, I will call it forth. Yes, I will answer the call. 
allow that whiteboard to become like magic, a place that is allowing you to truly see the truth with absolute clarity. This is your dream project that we are activating in this moment. And I want you to imagine, and you may even want to do this just taking your hand and holding it and going and grabbing that dream project and putting it into your heart in this moment. Your heart is now becoming infused with your dream project. Right here, right now, in this moment, your dream project is being given life. Life is being breathed into it. Allow that to feel true in your body. Notice what sensations are bubbling up in your body. Notice what it feels like to put that dream project into your heart and declare it and claim it. Beautiful. And I'm going to count backwards from three to one. When I say one, you're going to open your eyes feeling refreshed and alert as if you had had the perfect amount of sleep. Three, bringing with you that dream project that is now in your heart. No judgment, knowing that there's other projects that will have their time, but this is the one for you right here and right now. Two, beginning to wiggle your fingers and your toes and stretch a little bit. And one, opening your eyes, feeling refreshed and alert, beautiful. And going ahead and allowing yourself to go to your journal, allowing yourself to write down on the piece of paper, my dream project is, my dream project is. And as you write that, you are activating it here in this moment and noticing the impact that will happen in the world when you create this dream project. Notice that ripple effect. Mm, thank you, Amy. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So as we claim it, Sark, do you want to have them do a little interaction with you, my love? Oh, I would love it. Um, let's have um, let's have some people share. Beautiful. Um, yeah, let's have some people put into the chat. What is your dream project? Um, my dream project is. Um, let us see some, and I would love to read them. Yes, beautiful. And as those start coming up on the screen, again, my dream project is, and you can go ahead and pop that in there. Just thought um, it would be fun for us to give a couple of examples too, Sark, of what our dream projects are. I know that one of our dream projects right now is this incredible luxury destination retreat that we are doing in magical Maui. It's a dream project that we're co-creating together. And we'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the call, but that is absolutely a dream project. And I see there's lots yes. of in on the screen there. So I'll let you read. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh my goodness. Um, uh, dream project publishing my book. Suzanne uh, says a wellness retreat center on the lakefront. Mm. Jill says desires of the heart and it just flew past. So forgive me. Mm. Um, <laughs> Dream Project is writing a book of meditation, uh, meditations, um, Tiny Wheels launch, 
uh, storybook of magical experiences from my amazing life in Abu Dhabi. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Um, exercise classes. Um, it's called, oh, wow. My dream project is designing and publishing my book, Meet Mouse, writing books for children and women about inclusiveness. Kristen says, dream project is we become the stories we tell book, retreat, online course, already plotted, yes. conference in 2020, a year of perfect vision. Yes. <laughs> yes. Claudia is writing a novel about healing from sexual assault, read with music. Oh. Um, Deborah is a dream project in my, is my own Reiki center in a lush and nourishing setting. Terry um, has a dream project with horses and landscapes and survivors of sexual assault. Mm. Um, Oh my God, these are all so beautiful. Maka Maka, transform my office into a beautiful creative work space. Sonia um, says, is the dream team nine month life transformation collaboration. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Judith, mine artist for angels. Um, Mm. Oh wow, rainbow star, six figure income from music, three records already forming in real space. Performing while embodying my true feminine self. Uh, Monica, retreat at a sacred site for women entrepreneurs to connect. Oh, I'm just oh so, my getting goodness. so filled up. Yes. Bobby, it's her best selling book, Commit, Then Figure It Out. <laughs> How to accomplish yes. anything you once thought impossible. <laughs> yes, Alex, my dream project is a book about healing relationships and creating peace through positive language. Beautiful. Um, Omi, um, create healing touch oracle cards. Oh my goodness. Um, yes. Yeah. Just keep yes. putting them in, you know? Yes. Let it flow um, and know that you're being witnessed here in this community. And those of you po- commenting on Facebook, you are being witnessed. And here's the thing that is so amazing. When we claim our dream projects, it's like signaling to the universe. I am ready. Show me the way. I yeah. am ready. Use me. Show me the way. Use me. Yes. Yes. Well, and I know for me, one of my dream projects that I had years ago was publishing my first book. I really wanted to go out and get a book deal, have a traditional book deal. That was the path that I really, in my heart and in my soul, that was a dream project of mine back in, gosh, let's see, 2007, 2008. I was going out there. I had been referred to an agent and I went out and guess what? I got all rejection letters. <laughs> and so this happens sometimes. Sometimes we put our dream project out there and we don't get it the first time. And we're going to talk about that too, because that is so incredibly important. And you can see right behind me, my book actually did end up getting a traditional book deal. And I'll talk more about that a little bit later on the call. But, but it's amazing to me what happens when we say yes to our dreams and when we go public with that declaration. Yes. Well, because the the whole universe then gathers around and supports in ways that you couldn't imagine when you were by yourself at home, imagining how, how will I ever do this? How will I ever do this? So many of us get caught in the how and and stuck there. In fact, the how becomes so ominous that we don't declare it to the universe. Also, I want to say a note. I want to say a note here to people who might not know yet what their dream project is. Mm, yeah. Because I want to just say that being in this community and reading other creative dreams and being in conversation, you it's in there. You know, you've yes. got them. Yes. You yes. know, and you may not be ready to talk about them or declare them yet. I just wanted to make a note there. 
I love that. Yes. Well, and Bobby also says, I hope men are welcome here too. Well, we love you, Bobby. Yes. 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 We welcome succulent wild women and succulent wild men here in this community on this call. I'm so glad you spoke up. Yes, Bobby. And all the enlightened men that are listening in, we love you. And we're so glad you're here. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And um, Francie says, I have projects, not sure where the dream is. Mm, interesting. Okay. That's you know? very interesting. Yeah. So it's, it's like, I, I really feel like it, it is so easy and this is actually perfect because one of the things that I know from working with so many different types of people, especially entrepreneurs and women that are really hard on themselves, which is what my message, my self-bullying message is about. And when I do keynotes and all of that good stuff, I'm really talking about how hard women are on themselves. And oftentimes we don't, especially women, we don't let ourselves dream. We're too busy being in reaction mode. We're too busy reacting to the world around us, juggling a million things. I'm, you know, I'm a working mom with a four-year-old and then almost an 11-year-old. Yes, that means they're six and a half years apart. I had potty training and puberty at the same time. WTF, I will tell you right now, wow, it was intense. It still is intense. Um, But it's like, you know, we're juggling all of these things and it's so easy to go into reaction mode. And what we want you to do on this call, Francie, and everybody that is listening is go into creation mode, right? That's why we brought up that big whiteboard and just imagine erasing all of those projects that are not yours to do in this moment right now, or that don't speak to your soul. They might need to be done right now, but they don't speak to your soul for this little treasure chest of time. Allow yourself to go into that dreaming and creating state. Yes. Oh my goodness. And, you know, Amy, you know this, and some of you may know this as well, but many years ago now, um, I started, I wrote in my journal how I wanted to live my life. And it was called How to Be an Artist. And it's actually behind me on the wall um, right now. Um, but it, it, I said things like stay loose, learn to watch snails, plant impossible gardens, invite someone dangerous to tea. And then a friend was over at my magic cottage and said, that should be a poster. And so I said, great. And I tore it out of my journal and put it on the wall and said, there, now it's a poster. <laughs> and, they said, and they said, no, I mean for the world. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I don't have any idea how to do that. And this wise person said, somebody does. But I immediately said, but I don't know how to find that somebody. Right. You know, I was convinced that there, I just didn't have any idea. So then I had, luckily, I had wonderful cat, Jupiter, who was young at the time, who got up every day on his hind legs and peeled it off the wall, and it would go whoosh on the floor and wake me up. And I'd say, Jupiter, stop it. And I'd carefully fix this poster back up. And then finally, on the third day, I thought, Jupiter is so smart. You know, take this poster and do something. So I knew there was a store that had a catalog, and I took it over there, and they looked at it, and they said, this is very strange and crooked. (laughs) <laughs> we don't really know what it means. What does invite someone to dangerous to tea mean? And I said, it just means to be adventurous and have a creative life and live, live juicy, live full, you know. And they looked at me and said, well, we'll give it a try. Don't expect anything. And the next day there were 200 orders. And I sat there and hand wrote the 40 multicolored phrases. And the next day an order for 500 came and I got really scared. Um, but I didn't quit, and I just I, I hand wrote 300 more. And at the end of that, I said, I can't write this ever again. And I invented a way to make it by hand without handwriting with color, high color quality Xerox and French rag paper. Anyway, 
that poster went on to be printed three million times, to be in Time magazine, to be in major motion pictures. It's had plays made out of it. It, it went on and touched everyone's hearts. And then I wrote 18 other posters, how to really love a child, how to forgive your father, how to relax about money. So, you know, this is what creative dreams do. They, they come out of our soul. And when we can dare to let them be real, they can leave and they can do things without you. You know, they can travel without you. And as long as you hold it all in your drawer or your computer or your head, nobody can see it. And I say that very vehemently because people get scared to be seen. And I understand. I mean, when they told me it was crooked and strange and nobody was going <laughs> to buy it, I was great. Okay. You know, all my, so all my creative dreams have actually had those components. So let's talk, Amy, about what happens when it's all broken and doesn't work. And yes. you're just... <laughs> Well, we're in the marvelous, messy middle, as Sark likes to call it, right? Because we'll have this dream. And I was just talking about this with my mastermind group literally yesterday. And I was saying, I feel like the process for us dreamers, the process, especially for us that are entrepreneurs, is the cycle of inspiration, vision, dreaming, moving forward confidently with inspiration, followed by like just debilitating self-doubt, feeling like it's never going to happen for you, feeling totally hopeless, and then repeat. Then you go back into the inspiration, then you find a little lifeline there, and then you go back into the inspiration, then you take more inspired action, and then you are, you know, in the grips of self-doubt, your inner mean girls and your inner critics just come in, and they're there with the megaphone, because anytime you're dreaming, your inner critics, your inner mean girls, as I like to call them, their job is to keep you safe. Their job is to keep you in the world that they know. So when you're stretching, when you're growing, when you're dreaming, when you're visioning, when you're saying, erasing all of that other stuff on your whiteboard, and you're saying, that's the one, and you're putting it into your heart, you can bet that your inner critic is going to be there with a megaphone. Your inner mean girl is going to be, you know, telling you all of those big fat lies. And so yeah. your job in that moment is to not let your inner critic and inner mean girl make the decisions for you. And so Sark's going to take you through a really simple and powerful process to get those inner critics out of the way so that we can move forward dreaming here on this call, right here and right now. Yes. Yes. Oh, thank you, Amy. And I love all the comments. I'm getting <laughs> hypnotized. <laughs> I, mean, I just want to stop and read them all. Yes. Um, you know, and the other way, the other something to add here is that the inner critics, it's prime time for inner critics when we're doing anything new yeah. because they're, they're terrified they're going to lose their job. Right. I mean, they have to work. And yes. if you don't redirect them or help their energy, they'll work in your life in a negative fashion and you will be hearing it inside your head. So I want to lead everyone right now in something I call the inner critic one step. Mm. I like things that are really simple and that are fast <laughs> and that work. Mm -hmm. um, so think now, when you wrote down your creative dream project, some of you may have already had things arise or have had them arise before. Um, see if you can get in touch with an inner critic statement. So I have some examples. Um, usually it's things like, I don't have enough. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough knowledge. I don't have enough experience. <laughs> Okay, so I don't have enough blank. Yeah. Then another one might be, I'm too, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm too fat, I'm too stupid, 
I, you know, these inner critics are very, you know, it's kind of, and, and just for everyone that doesn't know, inner critics are not bad. They're, they're in all of us. They've just grown out of proportion to who you are now. And as Amy said, you can't let them make the decisions. And if you're run by inner critics, believe me, they'll make the decisions and your life will reflect it. You won't be living any of your dreams and you'll be hearing all day how you're too much, you're not enough, you never, you should. These are hallmark words. You never, you should, you always. Um, another one is, you know, it'll, it'll never happen because. And then there's the whole list of reasons. You know, I have five children and I have to take care of them all the time. Um, inner critics are just trying to protect you. So write down right now just a statement, if you haven't already, some kind of inner critic statement that you commonly hear or have heard about your dream project. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Linda, I love Linda. Mine is too simple for this event. <laughs> My critics say I'm too lost. It's too overwhelming. Mm. Oh, I'm too scattered. All the enoughs. I don't have enough focus. Um, I'm afraid when something good happens. <sighs> Oh, and so beautiful. Nobody cares if I sing at the senior center or not. Mm. I'll never get it done. I don't follow through. It's not the right time. People won't take me seriously because of my weight. Mm. Afraid of success. I mean, this is, the, this is the common critical dialogue. And I just want you to know, it's okay. Like, I think we think when we believe these statements, we think we believe them. We right. think, okay, I better, I better lose weight. I better get more money. I better figure it out. I better, you know, and then we stop ourselves and we stop ourselves and we stop ourselves and 20 years have gone by and we're not doing the creative dreams and they're still in the drawer. They're still in the closet. They're still in our head. They're still in the computer and the world is not having them. Yeah. So you, our creative dreams need a human channel to bring them down to earth. And guess what? If you've been delivered the dream, you are the channel. Mm. Isn't that so great, though? Okay. So, um, did you want to say something, Amy? I'm going to go to I'm going to go to the one step. Uh, no, go do it, do it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Don't leave, so, don't leave them there. We need to get them out of the critic land. Go. <laughs> um, all right. Let's take one. I don't have enough money. Yeah. Um, yeah. It really helps. It so you're going to want to make a countering statement to the inner critic statement. Now, the idea is not to argue, justify, or over-explain. The idea is to take ownership of you, of you as the power source of your own life, and it helps somehow to use the word actually. So you can start with the word actually. Actually, I have resources, and I know how to find out how to get more. And I have people to support me and I have other ideas. So actually, I have resources. So um, the actually statement is the counter, is the beginning of the counter statement to the, the, the statement that your inner critic or inner mean girl made. So um, see if you can take a moment now and make an actually statement. And when you're ready, go ahead and put onto the screen. And then we're going to call up um, a volunteer to do a little live coaching. Um, about your inner critic statement and your countering statement. But let's have some people, as Amy um, gets ready to do that, let's have some people. Um, oh, good. Amber says, thanks, Sark. You just did mine for me. Yay. 
Um, okay, so see if you can get an actually statement and put it up. Oh, good. Actually, I'm changing all the time, and I have um, I just flew past. Um, I'm changing all the time, and I have many wins. Oh, good. Actually, yeah, actually, actually I can, yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, Amy said, I'm not good with money. Actually, I can hire a financial planner to teach me about money. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have more? Amy? Actually, Sonia says, actually, I'm not doing it alone, and it's not me that's doing it anyway. <laughs> Word them up. I love it. <laughs> actually, Peggy says, actually, I've finished so many things successfully. Yes. Actually, I have magic at my fingertips through all the loving souls. Oh, yes. And that was from, from feeling scattered before. You know, yes. so I want, I want everyone to notice that these coexist. Yes. And, and you are now reducing the power of the critical statement dramatically. In some cases, you can actually get rid of it. So it's, it's a really powerful one step. Um, and I just want to say, um, if you are, a, um, uh, you can actually put questions in the Q&A. Yes, I'd, I see your question. We'll get to that in a moment. Thank you so much. And if you would like to come on the line live with us, please note, you will be on camera if your computer allows you to come on camera. So I just want to let people know that because I know sometimes I like to watch calls like this just naked. You know, you might just be lounging around and I wouldn't want to surprise you. <laughs> but if you are willing to come on camera here with us and get a little coaching around your statement, you can raise your hand. You can, and if you know how to raise your hand, okay, I already see a couple of people that have their hands raised. So I'm going to go over to that. And <laughs> Sonia's naked flying a helicopter. I love it. We, we get a lot of people around these parts that are naked flying helicopters. That's how it goes. Okay, beautiful. All right. So I'm going to go ahead. Are you, are you ready, Susan? Yes. Mark? Sorry. <laughs> you might hear me call Sark Susan, just FYI. That's who I mean. Okay, we have wonderful Reese. I'm going to actually, maybe I can just allow you to talk. Let me see. Okay. Reese, you are here, my darling. I'm going to unmute you, or you can, on the bottom left-hand side of your screen, you can unmute, and you can also start your video if you want. Let's see here. For some reason, I can't unmute you, so if you can, go ahead and unmute yourself on the bottom left-hand corner of your screen. We'll see if we can get you on. There we go. Because it's unmuted. Yay! We can hear you now. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Am Hello. I saying your name right? Is it Reese? Yes. Perfect. Wonderful. All right. Sark, I'll let you take it away, darling. So, hi, Reese. What was your inner critic statement? Well, I put down, I don't have inner critics. I have outer. Oh. <laughs> and one just called me as you started this. My son, and I'm like, can't talk now. <laughs> <laughs> And so did, were you able to identify what a common outer critic statement is to you? Yes. Well, yes. I write them down. And then what I said was that actually I go to resources of people that have done um, to, to disprove the fears that people kind of try and paint me with. Yes. Would you, Reese, are you willing to share one of the critic statements? I'll, I'll share my sons. Okay. Mom, you've had three small businesses. 
I refer to them as small entrepreneurial businesses that have owned me, but I've joyed in them. And this is supposed to be your time to just relax. <laughs> I'm like, I'm bored. <laughs> I love it. And so, Reese, do you have an do you have an actually statement? Actually, I have a plan for resources following my research, and I really am doing my homework. That's what I say to them. Wonderful. Oh, and thank you for reminding me of this. Do you believe that statement? Yes. I yeah, hear I that. I do that. I do. Yeah. Thank goodness so, for Google, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, thank goodness, and thank goodness for you being willing to do that research and do that work and do your homework. Um, and thank you for demonstrating how important it is that you, it's okay if you don't, not you, but anyone listening, if you don't completely believe it, you know, you might have trepidation, like, well, I'm not sure. But Reese, you've been a, you're a wonderful example of believing it. And so do you feel like you have what you need to go forward with your dream project? Sark, there are no accidents, and it's obvious that both of you know that. But I have a journal that was half full with food development projects. And just disclosure, at 240 pounds, I thought, I got to get out of food stuff. I need to build the first wonderful tiny wheels RV. <laughs> That's wow. Absolutely out of the stars, um, joy, peace that when I first started getting hits for it, you know, and hints from I call spirit guides, I'm like, yeah, well, I didn't want to go that far from food. You know, isn't there just some little line of jewelry I could sit and be together? <laughs> <laughs> no, there isn't. There isn't. Wow, Reese, that's wonderful. And I love how you have this dot above your E of your name. Well, thank you. It's part of, it was Therese. You know, you were a mm -hmm. uh, um, Susan. I was a Therese that dropped the the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so wonderful. <laughs> Amy, Amy, did you want to add in? I did, yes. Um, I just wanted to say thank you so much for naming it. I always like to say when I'm doing my talks <clears throat> that inner mean girls left unchecked become outer mean girls. <laughs> right? So it's like, A, so what that means is that when we have an inner critic, when we have an inner mean girl that's beating us up about something, if we let her run amok, then all of a sudden we start blaming other people and judging other people and becoming a mean girl out in the world. And when we have people in our lives that are being mean to us that are reflecting back these statements that are negative, and if they don't trigger you, then you, know, you don't have any work to do. It's not mirroring an inner critic. But what I would say is that if like when your son says that to you, it bothers you, then you still have some of that inner work to do to actually have it become neutralized within you. So in okay. other words, it's like if, if you were totally okay with the fact that you were doing this, if, you didn't if there wasn't part of you that <laughs> believed, you know what, I am supposed to be just chilling and having a great time right now at this point in my life, then your son's saying that, you'd just be like, oh, honey, whatever you think, I get that you think that, I don't feel that. But whenever <laughs> someone says something and it feels like that reflection and it feels like, ooh, then it's like you going inside and doing some more work and loving that inner critic that's just wants a little bit of rest right now instead of doing this dream project. 
that's where I really see that your next fine tuning little nuanced work might be. Okay. Okay. Does that resonate? I'm writing. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Thank that's you so, so much, Reese. Thank you so much. Thank you. All Thank right. you for Thank you. your light. Thank you. You're welcome, darling. Ooh, that was fun. All right. Okay. So um, let's go ahead here. I, I think that um, let, I, you know, I wanted to say one thing. I feel like, especially for those of us that have grown in the law of attraction, manifestation, spiritual communities, we, you know, we always like to say, you know, don't swim upstream. You got to go with the flow. You got to go with the flow. You got to go with the flow. And I wanted to let you know that the way that I always like to go is like, yeah, when you're like, you want to be on the river going with the flow, but that does not mean that you're not going to hit rapids along the way. It doesn't mean you're not going to slam into a rock (laughs) every once in a blue moon, right? And so what I want all of you to know with your dream projects, just like when Sark went into that poster shop and they were like, what? This is kind of crooked and weird. Who's going to want this? What do you mean invite someone dangerous to tea? Right? And then it goes on and sells millions and is featured in Time Magazine, for God's sake. I'd never heard that Time Magazine. (laughs) I was like, what? Okay, we need to talk. Um, um, but it, right, so it's like it's like we're we're going to hit that. When I first went out with my first book, and I had you know I had written the entire book. I didn't know I was supposed to write a proposal. Then I went back and wrote the nonfiction book proposal. Took me forever. I was lucky enough to get referred to an agent. She went out. I was so excited, and she's like, "We've gotten so many amazing rejections," and I'm like, "We." amazing rejections. How do those two words go together? I don't understand. She's like, well, people seem to really like the idea for the book. They really like you and your energy and your spirit, but you just don't have a big enough platform, which basically means they didn't feel like I could sell enough books. So right there, boom, slam into a rock, hit the rapid, inner mean girl attack, crazy inner mean girl attack. And at that moment, there was that choice point. There was that decision to be made. Do I move forward with breathing more life into the stream? Or do I let it go? And by the way, no judgment. Sometimes we need to let them go. Our inner wisdom's like, yeah, that's as far as you need to take it, right? And at that time, there wasn't a lot of self-publishing off options the way there is today, which is so amazing. So I went out and I decided to create my platform. I decided to create a community. I decided to create an audience, a, you know, a, a group of people that would actually buy the book when it came out. So my inner wisdom told me to do a teleseminar series, which I did back in 2009, called The Women Masters. And I kid you not, I looked on my bookshelf and I said, I'm going to invite every woman that has inspired me for all of my life, basically, and been the most incredible authors and in, in, in inspirers and creative beings. And of course, Sark's book, many of her books were on my shelf at that time. So I went to her website and filled out the contact me form. And I was like typing and doing the contact me form, right? And her assistant, Trisha, terrific Trisha at the time, got back to me and said, well, I don't understand. Like, because nobody was doing teleseminar series. Like, this was teleseminar. You could only call in on a conference call line, Right. And finally, terrific Trisha said, Sark says yes. And I about came unglued. And so I got to interview the amazing Sark on the Women Masters Teleseminar Series, which is one of the ways that I started building my community, building my platform. And after we got done with the interview, Sark said to me, wait, you live in the Bay Area, right? I said, yeah, I live in Oakland. And she said, 
do you want to meet up for tea? And I was like, uh, I'm sorry, me? Moi? Would you, you want to go to tea with me? And sure enough, we went and we met up for tea and we've been dear friends ever since. And Sark ended up referring me to her publisher. And eventually, not only did I go out, I went out again after I had done the Women Masters Teleseminar series and built up my community, but I went out and I actually ended up getting three book deals and got to choose and ended up going with the amazing New World Library. So I say all of that to you to know, assess, like, am I going with the flow and I just hit a rapid or am I trying to swim upstream here? Which is it? Because that is such an important distinction. When you're going with the flow, it doesn't mean that everything's easy and it just falls into place and everything's a yes and everywhere you look. That's fantasy. That is a fantasy land. So assess, am I going with the flow and did I just hit a rapid or am I trying to swim upstream here? Oh, so well said, Amy. And I still, I remember that interview. So I just still remember how much we laughed and how much depth and how much magic (laughs) And how, you know, and then I was so blessed to be friends with you. And, and now here we are co- co-leading and, you know, <laughs> going to Hawaii and doing our wonderful destination retreat. Yes. It's just beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. Okay. So here's what I want you to write next in your beautiful, joyful journal, as well as in the comments on the screen here. I'm the perfect person to create this dream project because, let me say that again, I'm the perfect person to create this dream project because we want you to fill in the blank. Why are you the perfect person to create your dream project? Start collecting evidence of why it must be you why you need to be the one opening that wellness center, why you need to be the one writing that book and writing that particular story, why you need to be the one launching that new business offering that you know is your heart's offering. Why are you the perfect one? And I'd love to have you share this. We have Vail saying, I'm the perfect person to create this blog because I am Vail Varone. Yes, I love it. That's right, that's right. And think about those readers of that blog. Think about the people that are gonna come to your blog. What are they going to receive? Think about the ripple effect of that happening. I am the perfect person because I can sell ice to Eskimos, Judith says. Yes, that's right. You're the perfect. Oh, so it says, I'm the perfect person because no one else could write this weird ass book. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 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 Do you want to read a few there, Susan? Oh, yes. Um, I'm not sure how to pronounce the name. I know my father's heart. We wrote this together from a place beyond our hearts. Mm. And Vale wants everyone to know she loves weird ass books. Patrice, Patrice, darling Patrice, I am the perfect person to write my book because the last page came to me in my dreams. Yes. 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 Kim says, because I create peace and ease with my smile. Um, Claudia, I'm the perfect person to create this because I experienced a deep experience of this. Um, The Reiki Center, Deborah, I'm the perfect person to create this Reiki Center because I have a black belt in nurture Kwando. Wow. Uh, I love the sound of that. uh, Bobby says, I am the perfect person to write this book because I went from the couch to completing 
a 192 mile bike ride? What? Wow. Without having a bike, being a bike rider or having any idea how I was going to do it. Yes, Bobby. Oh wow. my Yes. And here's Kristen again. I'm the perfect person to create. We become the stories we tell, book, retreat, course, conference, because I've lived the healing power of revising my life narrative from darkness to light and have already helped others find their light too. Beautiful. Thank you, Kristen. Yes. Yeah. Reese says, I'm the perfect person because tiny wheels will connect people from tiny corners everywhere. C to C, C S E A to C S E E. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Amy says, I'm the perfect person because I am a master manifester. Yes. Yes. And Suzanne, Suzanne says, because I'm determined, confident, and passionate about my ideas and my desire to help others on their wellness journey. I bring a wealth of experience over years of learning. Yes. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yes. All right. Well, let's take another couple volunteers to just voice their things. Yes. Yes. Again, you you may end up on video. You may not. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but... You may, we may see you on video. We I love Susie. I just have to read this. I'm the perfect person to work at the senior center because I've always enjoyed causing crabby old people to laugh, sing, and move, <laughs> and have done so for years in many ways. <laughs> I love it. So I went ahead and put the hands down. I lowered all the hands. So if you want to volunteer and be witnessed here on this to tell us about your dream project and why you are the perfect person to create that dream project, let us let you come on here. All right. I'm coming over to Vale, Verone. I'm allowing you to talk, Vale. Hello. Hello. Hi there. Hi, Vale. Oh my goodness. This is amazing. This is the first thing I've ever done like this. So it is. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Yay. Yes. So my dream is a self-love blog called I Am Vale Verone. Um, <laughs> Wait, so, and, oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. I Am Vale Verone. Got it. Yes. Yeah. And that is because... Um, I had a voice teacher once and I would always apologize anytime, you know, I made like a mess up or whatever. And she just told me to say, you are Vail Perone. And so I said I was Vail Perone and it made me feel a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) So that is why I like that statement so much. Whenever I'm doubtful, I say that to myself. (laughs) Anyway, um, I'm the perfect person to create this because I'm the only Vail Perone and I'm the only one that have lived this life so far. So there's no other person that's going to ever create this if I don't. Oh, I love that. Thank I you. love that. Yeah, that's beautiful. And do you have a sense, Vale, too, for you of who are the readers? Like, tell us a little bit about who you want reading your blog. Who are the, what are the people going to receive from reading your blog? Tell us um, about those people. So I see that my ideal demographic would be people like my peers, like, um, like I'm a student right now or, well, pending student. We'll see how that goes. And I'd like to reach out to young people um, that are feeling really lost. And, you know, I think there's kind of this, at least in, you know, like my social circles, this pressure to just, oh, this is what I'm doing now. And I'm just gonna, you know, get the job, do the life, whatever. And I'd like to reach out to people to encourage them to explore something that actually fits them. And if that, you know, if living the, you know, picky fence life fits you, do it with all your grace. But if it doesn't, you can do other things too, you know, like I just backpacked Europe, um, like, two weeks ago, I just came home and it's something I never thought I would have done because I just, you know, I didn't realize that I had the, that I had free will, but I do. And I don't know. I just, I want people to realize that because it's, it's, I don't know. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, well, it's exactly like what we were talking about, Vale, of when I was talking about the reaction mode, mm-hmm. it's like for young people nowadays, especially because we're living in such this weird economy where everyone's yeah. like the gig economy, right? Where it's like, okay, you're supposed to go out and get like five different gigs to make a living. And, you, and we can step into that reaction, reaction, reaction. And what yeah. I hear you saying is that you're ready to help people step into creation. Like yeah. what is the life that you want to create for yourself? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. Yay. Thank you yes, so much, Vale. Yeah, thank you. And Vale, I just want to say, you, you started, um, what is the thing I want to say? I want to infuse you with even more confidence. You have plenty of confidence and joy and love. And I just want to, you got, it sounded like you got a little nervous that you were talking too much or you weren't explaining it right. Or, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it, and, and I just want to say, you are you were and are great thank you i really appreciate that i just married myself i just read your uh, book the creative companion and oh. it inspired me to do that so that's how oh, I was I, i'm so glad and I'm, I'm, expi- so glad. I'm excited to explore your work amy yay thank you so much oh, this yeah, yeah thank you. just so you know this ring right here that i'm showing on the camera there is my married myself yes. ring which i did almost 20 years ago now. And then, you know, what's crazy is I met my husband, Rob, who I've been with for 18 years and we um, have been married. Our 14 year wedding anniversary is coming up. And I met him about six months after I married myself. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. What you put out in the world, it comes back. Totally. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Vail. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, wonderful. Okay. I think we have time for one more here. I'm going to um, come over to Christine. Hi, Christine. Hello. How are you, ladies? Good. Hi, Christine. Hi. Thank you so much. Yeah. So tell us about your dream project, my dear, and why you're the perfect person to create this dream project. So my dream project is to create this artistic and nurturing environment for technologists and business people to focus on solving world problems, making the world just a place where all of humanity's children are cherished and chosen and their technology for, for good, for humanity. Mm. Oh my mm. gosh. I love it. And why are you the perfect person to create that? Um, I think it's because I live in all of those worlds and I, and I, um, well, I guess first let me say, I feel so passionately connected to the collective, like everything I do, I, that's the way I think, it's the way I'm, I move. It's actually probably one of the most difficult challenges for me and trying to even realize my dream is because I feel so much about the, the collective, you know, that we all are in. Um, mm-hmm. But when I'm in my spiritual community, they say, I can't believe you live in the corporate world, right? And when I'm I'm so passionate about art and photography and writing and have always been. And yet I, I ended up in this wireless world and, and all of those different things. And I see the, the beautiful side of it, right? I see what we could do to make life easier, that, you know, we could actually solve health problems around the world and we could actually create clean water. We can do all of these things and we have the intelligence to do it. We just need to raise the frequencies. So I think it's, because I just feel so passionately about technology as an art and technology as, as a, a way to feed humanity. Mm. 
Oh my goodness. Christine, you, just, you just raised all of our frequencies. Thank you for that. Yeah. Well, and I really get that you're a bridge, that you can be the bridge between the technical world and the spiritual world, between your spiritual community and the corporate world, that because you live, you are amongst all of these different worlds, that you're able to see things that people that are just immersed in that one world can't actually see. So I'm so grateful that you're doing that work, Christine. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes. Thank you, Christine. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh my goodness. So many incredible, inspiring, inspiring things going on. And I, I really want us to talk about getting into inspired action because like you said, Sark, you said this so beautifully that so often like with you for your how to be an artist poster, you didn't know how to do it. And so sometimes once we start going into the land of how we then shut down and we stop, we stop, like we let that rock that we hit in the rapids, even if we're going with the flow of the dream and the vision, stop us completely because we don't know how to do it. And so I always like to call the next step the, a bold baby step because it feels really bold to take action towards our dreams, towards making these dream projects come to life. And so I'm curious for all of you, what is the next inspired action to accelerate your dream project? What is the next inspired action to accelerate your dream project? And I'm going to be inviting you to put in the comments, to put on the chat there, my inspired action step is, and go ahead and claim it. What is that thing that you are going to do? And I will say that I always like to say inspired action versus pressured action, (laughs) right? We live in a world, my goodness, don't we know this, where pressured action, where it's like, okay, you should do this. You should do this. And we want you to be taking the steps that are inspired, that feel like the next thing, that feel like the right next thing, that feel big and bold and are baby steps. You can make them really small. And I know Sark has so much to share about this. Yes. And you know, I'm going to reference micro movements. Yes. This is a system I created over 25 years ago now so that I could do all my creative dream projects and still avoid and lounge and procrastinate and do nothing, Um, which I find very important to the creative process. Yes. So, um, and I also want to say that any of those pressured actions, notice the words that Amy used that you should, you should, you, you, you know, those are all inner critics. If you're, you know, there's, there's one big inner critic, Amy, what's the inner mean girl version of pusher, um, overachiever. Oh, the achievement junkie. Yeah. The achievement junkie. Yeah. You know, well that those energies will have you push, push, push yourself past your own, uh, boundaries, past your own health and, and safety and sanity and all, all the things. And so, what we want to encourage is what's in, and I want to say too, the inspired action might make you feel kind of funny. Like it's like another way I say it is what's my most alive choice. Oh, what's my most alive choice. Brilliant. With my dream project. Yes. My most alive choice is to put up a post and say, does anyone know blank? You know, yes. can anyone connect me with blank? You know, there may be a person that can really help you, and, you know, and then I like to tell everyone, ask, ask again, ask differently. 
Mm-hmm. So often if we ask and we get rejected, we just stop. And look what Amy did. She went back out, like she hit the boulder in the rapids, and then she had that choice point. Yeah. Well, keep, keep having the choice point. Ask, ask again, ask differently. I mean, you, you get the person that says no, you're going to call and get someone that says yes. And you're not going to if you don't ask again or ask differently. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is so powerful. The most alive choice. And this is, you know, this is one of the things for our magical Maui retreat, our luxury destination retreat that we're going to be doing with the micro movement wheel, with the alive choices and allowing this small group of people that we're going to be taking to Maui with us to work on their dream projects, allowing them to really create those micro movements, to make them so small that they feel so doable to make those bold baby steps, right? To really make those alive choices so that we can together as a community witness that and create that action plan to accelerate the dream project. That's what it's all about. And I just think that alive choice just feels so right on. And that, 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 let me tell you something, people, that is when you know your inner wisdom is guiding you, when you know your inner wise self is saying that because you feel alive. Does that choice feel expansive or does that choice, that action make you contract? And by the way, sometimes those expansive alive choices also feel like gulp, G-U-L-P, like gulp. I'm really going to do this. Oh my gosh. Okay, here we go. You know, right? I'm really going to write Sark on her contact form on her website and ask her to be on this teleseminar series. I mean, it was crazy. By the end of that series, Marianne Williamson called me to try to be on the series. True story, people. I'd been, of course, trying to book her. She, of course, didn't know that I was trying to book her. And suddenly there she is in my inbox from Marianne, a letter to me asking to be on the series for some very specific things. That is, I mean, that's when you're just like, what is happening? That's what happens when you step into that quantum field, that area of magic for yourself. And you do that alive choice and you follow that inner guidance, which yeah. is so important. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've, that's how I've run my entire life, my entire career, all of my books, you know, and you know this, Amy, but, you know, my inspired action when they told me I needed more names to promote my book, Succulent Wild Woman, yeah. I decided to ask Maya Angelou, who I had seen at age 16 in a library in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and thought she's the perfect one. And then I called and these crabby women were very, very dismissive <laughs> and said that I would never reach her. And I said, well, okay, but just ask. And then, not only did I reach her, she wrote an endorsement for that book. She wrote a poem for the other book. We went on a national television show together. She became my friend and mentor and invited me over to her house for fried chicken. Now, that would have never happened (laughs) if I didn't ask and then ask again. I asked for the second book after this crabby people, and theirs were the same crabby people that were there. And I'm glad that, well, anyway, God bless all the crabby people, myself included. But, you know, they were just trying to protect Maya and her time. Of course. You know, I understand that, you know. So, um, but all the time I get requests and people are always, they stop themselves. They, I have this inspiration phone line that I've had for 25 years. People will stop. They'll literally say, I would love to ask you to endorse my book, but I know you probably never would. So anyway, yeah. okay. Well, thanks, Sark. You know, and I'm, I'm listening to the book idea going, I would endorse it. 
you know, you have to ask. Yeah. And I know, I know it's so scary. And it's scary for me now too, even now. Like I have new people to ask and I'm, I'm quaking in my little rainbow boots here, you know, like, totally. oh, I have to ask that, you know. Yes, exactly. Well, and there's that expression, the answer is always no if you don't ask, right? It's reminding me, yes. Mark, of when I asked you to write the foreword for my first book and we were friends at the time, but I was so nervous. Do you remember? Oh, you were so cute. Oh, you were like, thir- you became like 13. You were- <laughs> I was quaking in my boots, yes. That was you were so like, horrible. Well, would it be possible? I know probably not. And I don't want to overstep and I love our friendship. And, you know, is it, would you ever like maybe consider, you know, and, and then finally you said, you finally said it and I'm like, I would love to read you, write your foreword, you know? Yes. It was so amazing. I mean, what a full circle moment. Dreams come true, people. Dreams come true and your dream project can become true. It can. So what is that beautiful next alive choice to make? What is that next inspired action? What is that next micro movement? What is that next bold baby step that you're going to take with your dream project? And we started to, you know, talking a little bit about, we've talked a little bit about on this call, the luxury destination retreat that the two of us, our dream project right now is, you know, we were going to Maui anyway, and we decided, you know what, while we're there, what if we gathered a group of about 13 magical, amazing women that have a dream project that they want to bring to life and gather with five, for five days with them in this small circle and help them breathe life into their dream projects? And so that's our dream project is gathering these incredible 13 women together to come to us for Magical Maui. And I want you to know um, several of the spots are already filled. I think we have nine spots, eight or nine spots left. So we're opening up. We just opened up the final application window. This is an application-only process. It's an exclusive group, and it is very high-end and very luxury. We want to be completely upfront about that. Only a small percentage of you that are listening to us right now, we know, will be able to do this retreat with us. And we want you to know, even if you can't come with us on the retreat, first of all, we invite you to come virtually with us energetically. And secondly, what is the support that you are going to create for your dream project? Don't do this alone. Surround yourself with other creative, incredible beings. But if you're one of those women that are like, I want to go to Maui, I want to do this, I want to be with Sark and Amy, then we invite you to go over to MagicalMauiRetreat.com and fill out the application. You'll also see a wonderful video, a wonderful, if I do say so myself, it's one of my favorite videos we've ever made, Sark, I have to say, of the two of us in our pajamas in a fort, I'm inviting you to the magical retreat. So A fort, a fort yeah. under my bed. Yes. Um, in, in, <laughs> yeah. It, it was so fun. And thank you, Meg, for putting up the link. Yes. Um, so yes, and Amy's here on the line. Amy's coming to Maui with us. Yeah. Oh, hi, Amy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we can't wait. Oh, oh yay. Goodness. Yay, wonderful. Yeah, and I'll just say some of the women that are coming are working on creating wellness centers. We have another woman that's going to be launching her book. We have another woman that's going to be working on really creating a sustainable business model for her beautiful coaching practice and launching that into the world in a new way. 
We have women that are creating their own retreats and they're going to come and design their luxury destination retreat while they're at our luxury destination retreat, which is so cool. So it's, it's going to be truly epic, truly epic. Yeah. It's a quantum field time. You know, Amy and I were talking about this, you know, there's, there's an acceleration that's going on, you know, that as we talked about the chaos and the darkness, there's also a lot of miracles and a lot of acceleration. Yeah. And um, it's one of the reasons I love working with Amy because there are um, our synergy together is just so fantastic and watching what people do in this kind of mentoring environment is like my favorite thing of one of my favorite, absolute favorite things of life. Yeah. You know, because as, as we both mentor, I've been mentoring now officially, I mean, all my life, but about 10 years officially. And just now looking back, it's just so exciting to see what creative dreams have been made real, what creative dream projects have, have taken off and are in the world now. And of course, Amy has that too. And Maui, I mean, you know, those of you that have been to Maui, or even if you haven't, I mean, there's a medicine there, as there is in all of Hawaii. And, and really, of course, all of us have these places, but it's a very special place. Yeah. And um, so, we're so we're so excited. And, and um, so we were just, you know, if, so just, you know, again, you may not be in a, a position to invest the time, energy and money right now in that type of retreat. Yeah. But just imagine how your creative dream project would accelerate with us with five days in Maui. So you can utilize this energy that we've brought together in this creative community, whether you're going to Maui or not. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I just want to really emphasize that, like this process that we've taken you through and the, the different things that we've taught, you utilize them you know, because then you're, you're going to be following in that same quantum field. So I want to really acknowledge that. I love that so much. Yeah. So I just want to review, we've had you activate and claim your dream project here with us. We had you go to that whiteboard and erase all of that, right? And really erase the noise, the things that aren't yours to focus on. You know, it's like the right things in the right order. So you activated that dream project and then you really claimed and named that dream project. And then we had you write your inner critic statement because we know that your inner critic is going to come up the minute you name and claim an amazing dream project. We've been there. We know. And then we had you reverse that statement. It's that one step of your inner critic says this. However, your inner wisdom, your inner wise self also has this to say about it. So we did that. And then we also had you know why you're the perfect person to create your dream project. You're the perfect person for that. The project would not have chosen you if you weren't the perfect person for it. And then we have you claim what is that next inspired action step, the next most alive choice. And if that alive choice is to come with us to Maui, oh my goodness, we would love to have you fill out that application just so you know that this is our final application window We trust that the women that are supposed to be there will be there. We've had an incredible response. I think we've had over 80 applications and we're still working our way through those applications, but we wanted to open up a final window. Applications are due on this Thursday. So it's just open for a few days. 
if you feel inspired and you're in a position where you can come and join us for a luxury destination retreat in Magical Maui, we invite you to apply. Again, the URL is MagicalMauiRetreat.com, and we will be there in circle together in this intimate circle. As you were saying, Sark, truly, it's one of my favorite things too, to be in person with people to be able to roll up our sleeves. They're going to get private coaching with Sark. They're going to get private coaching with me. They're going to get to have dream walks on the beach. They're going to be in a circle with amazing other women and be able to share with these other women what their project is. Be able to do masterminding, heartstorming, brainstorming, you name it together. We're going to be going on incredible, an, an incredible excursion, a surprise, amazing, magical excursion. It's truly the trip of a lifetime, not only for all the women that are going to be there, but also for us. These are the trips of a lifetime for me too. This is our dream project coming to life. So again, we invite you to come on over and apply if this is resonating, if you're that full body yes, that feels like the next alive choice for you. Okay. So shall we take a few questions here? You can um, ask a question there. I'm going to actually go ahead and put down the hands, um, but you can go ahead and raise your hand or you can pop it onto the Q&A. Ida asked a great question. Is it better to be more specific about the dream in order for the universe to provide. Mm. What's your opinion on that? Well, I think, I think that some specifics are good, but I think we can sometimes go too far. I remember when I put my specifics to find my, my beloved fiance, John, um, they were loose enough where he, he met them all, but he wasn't exactly, you know, he didn't, you know, and, and people have asked us, is it okay if I come without, you know, without this whole project? People have said they've been almost scared to apply yeah. because they said, they've said, well, it's less formed. Yeah. Um, I think there's, there's wonderful things when it's less formed, you know? Yeah. I like the idea, I like the idea of some specifics and some squishy, you know, like... <laughs> like Yeah. Well, and and I also feel like um, the specificity, I feel like is a, there's like a moment when specificity becomes attachment, Mm, mm. right? Where it becomes like you're gripping, like it has to look this way, you know? (laughs) And it's like, and that's when we know. So it's like the more, yes, be as specific as you can be while feeling expansive, and yeah, if that's you start really well to said. feel contracted, then you know you're going into that land of attachment. Yeah. So real, you want to allow the universe to surprise and delight you with your dream project. And so if you're too specific and you go into that space of controlling it and attachment, then we know that we've gone into a land where it's, it's, the universe isn't going to be able to have as much fun with you. We want to have fun while we do this. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing. I mean, you heard us say it before, but I think it bears repeating. We are going to play and be productive. So, in fact, as Amy said, it, the power is in the play. Yeah. I mean, you know, we want, we're going to be in pajamas. We're going to be lounging. We're going to have, you know, the kind of meditations that Amy led us in. I mean, it's going to be the, that quantum field is, is so much more responsive and expansive when we are in that kind of energy. And that's why we wanted to do it in Maui and be together in circle in this kind of vibration, you know? So, yeah. 
Very yeah. important. And Vale says, what is quantum? Oh, yes. What is quantum? Um, well, if you, look, if, if you look at the definition of quantum physics, it's, it's really interdimensional. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just reading about the poet Rilke, Rilke said, look not only horizontally, but vertically. You know, when we look horizontally, we just look ahead and ahead and ahead and ahead. But look above, look below, look to the side. You know, let yourself, you know, let yourself play in the realms of time. Mm-hmm. You know, so quantum takes us out of the standard linear logical progression. And so there's so much room to play there. And, and, and I think everyone, everyone responds to play. I mean, that is, that is our highest way of creating is to create through play. Well, and, and you know, being a mom with a four-year-old, watching the imagination and the play and the creativity that Evie Rose, my four-year-old does. And then even still with my almost 11-year-old Annabella, it's like when I see them stepping into that, that land of play and onto that field of play, that is when the most amazing creations come about. That's when the art comes about. That's when the imagination unfolds. That's when the problem solving becomes different. It's like that Einstein quote, we cannot um, solve a problem by the same thinking that created it. So it's yes. like we're, we're going to be, cre- be creating, we're calling it a creative cocoon in Maui for five days where we're coming in together into this creative cocoon and allowing all of us to dissolve into bug soup, into the imagio, um, that liquid that, do you know this? Like a caterpillar actually becomes liquid inside the cocoon. Isn't that crazy? It goes down to like the cellular yes. liquid and then it reemerges as the butterfly. So we're going to be in that creative cocoon together and allowing then for you to reform your dream project, to really create your dream project on an entirely new level. Oh, yeah. And thank you, Amy, because I was just reminded again, like the, that we're creating the conditions for this kind of uh, creative cocoon. Um, because when you step out of your regular life and you're, you know, it's, it's phenomenal what happens. I mean, all of my mentoring, by the way, I've had the most wonderful mentors and continue to have, yeah. um, have always, all the changes have occurred from, from saying yes and in, in, to a new way and a new time and a new vision have all come in those uncommon spaces and times. And that's, you know, the other, the other wonderful thing. Isn't that a wonderful thing? It is such a wonderful thing. Oh my yeah. goodness. All right. So, oh, and Claudia says, Sark coaching beams are really powerful. Yes, they are. I've been the recipient of those love beams many times in my life. Oh, thank you, dear Claudia. Yes. And any final questions, you can pop them on the the Q&A here. I'm soup here, Susie says. Yes, we all (laughs) Let me tell you, Susie. (laughs) Um, so any final questions about the retreat that we can answer, you can pop them in the Q&A or on the chat. I'm going to just check on the, um, the Facebook Live really quick. We're getting lots of hearts and loves. Um, yes. Oh, Robin says, the problem is the sand for the pearl. Yes. So true. Oh, yes. Divine so agitation. Divine agitation. Yes. Um, beautiful. All right. So it looks like we have answered the questions and, um, and we see, thanks Amy for explaining the squishiness lately. I even <laughs> called the cycle, the butterfly transformation. Yes. 
Yes. Beautiful. Yes. I so feel you. And, and the key is to not panic when we're in that bug soup. Bug soup is a term that Martha Beck and Lisa Rankin and I used when we um, did a course called Find Your Calling many years ago. And I had the privilege of co-leading with both of them. And it was just so phenomenal. We, I just love it. Bug soup. It's so good. It's so, it's so true. Oh my God. Uh, what a wonderful, thank you so much. I can't pronounce the name, um, but thank you, Sark and Amy. You are incredible divine bonfires of joy. Oh my goodness. Well, that's, what, that's what all of you are. That yes. Reflected. I mean, we're feeling all your energy and are so inspired um, to be with you and to yes. hear you yes. and to witness yes. you and to watch you and to facilitate. And um, so glad, so glad. Yes. Beautiful. We have two other questions here that we'll answer and then we will um, log off here. Carolyn says, how much is the retreat? And um, Carolyn, here's what I would say. It's very high end and it's not just a retreat. You actually are in a creative cocoon with Sark and I and these 12 other amazing souls for three months. We start in the middle of July with our pre-retreat call and our pre-retreat packet. Then we have our five days together on the magical island of Maui. And then we have our post-retreat integration call in September. So it's actually a three-month cocoon. We have a couple of different payment plan options. I will tell you it's very high-end and luxury and it's all-inclusive. Aside from your flight, once you arrive, you will have a car waiting there at the airport to pick you up and take you to our luxury accommodations. Delicious, amazing meals will be provided for everyone. So it definitely is luxury and high-end and you will receive luxury and high-end results. So we encourage you if you're interested to go ahead and um, go ahead and apply and our team will be in contact with you. Um, okay, so, uh, Mary says, oh, Zoe says, where do you stay on the retreat? So the retreat location is on the beautiful island of Maui and we are finalizing all of the accommodations right now. We're actually working with our event planner and we're finalizing all of that. So I don't have the exact location, but I will tell you that we're on Maui in a beautiful area and it's gonna be epic. And then Mary says, hi ladies, will this webinar be available after this? Been reading you for 30 years, Sark. I'm from Western Australia, deep gratitude. Aussie's in the house. Woot, woot. I mean, we, we have someone coming, um, um, an amazing woman coming from Australia to Maui for the retreat. And yes, we will be, um, the replay will be available and we'll be sending it out to everyone that signed up. So don't worry. Oh yes, and our other wonderful person, M, and I can't read that such an inscrutable, wonderful name. Do you have bubbles to walk on the water with? <laughs> well, I, well, the quantum field can create many things. So there you have it. There you have it. Beautiful. All right. Yay to the Aussies. Yes. We love you. Oh my goodness. So many wonderful Australians in our lives. It's incredible. Yes. Oh, I mean, so I really do. I just love all of you so much. Okay. So MagicalMauiRetreat.com. Keep bringing that dream project. Keep breathing life into it. Surround yourself with creative people. With that, it's Amy and Sark signing off, sending you off. With Yay! Much love. Love you all. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.